A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Cheaper Than Therapy, a podcast that journeys into conversations that demystify, destigmatize, and desensitize what goes on both inside the therapy room and in daily life. I'm Vanessa Bennett. And I'm Danae Logan. And we are seekers, soul sisters, and holders of sacred space. Every week, we sit down for soul-provoking conversations with fellow seekers, thought leaders, change makers, and even real people during live coaching sessions as they navigate the hard work it takes to be a human. This is Cheaper Than Therapy. Hey, everybody. So excited to tell you some news that we have. So we've heard your feedback and <laughs> we are listening. Just know. I hope you know that. So Danae and I have done a bunch of week-long intensive retreats and we've gotten a lot of you reaching out saying, oh, it's so long. Can you do it shorter? Right. Mm -hmm. um, feels like it's a lot of time to get away for some of you and we totally get that. So we've decided to do a condensed version of our retreats and we're going to bring it to you in a weekend. Yeah. You know what I love about this is we go to Idlewild, California pretty frequently and it feels like a retreat escape like into the woods and just like almost like summer camp. It's so much fun. And I love that we decided to sort of merge the work that we do in these intensive experiences with the fun that we have in Idlewild and um, just like being out in this like really beautiful setting together. Totally. So I'm actually going to invite y'all into my home and we are going <laughs> to have it at my house in my beautiful setting in Idlewild, California, July 14th through 16th. We're going to have a small number of spaces because it is going to be a more condensed version and there's less space than these giant ones that we usually do. So get on it if you're interested. But you know, you know what to expect. If you're listening to this, you know what Danae and I love to talk about. So there'll be <laughs> you all know the how good things. We do. You know how we do. <laughs> Codependency recovery, um, interdependence, shadow work. Yes. All the things that we love to talk about at nauseum, but we're giving you an opportunity to dive in those deep waters with us and like really get in it in a pretty condensed weekend immersive. Yeah. So if you're interested, there is a longer, more detailed explanation of what to expect uh, at the link in both of our bios, either of our bios. So get on it, y'all. It's going to sell out quick July 14th through 16th in Idlewild, California. Hello, everybody. Hello. Got another question 
coming at us. So somebody wrote in, my partner is no longer physically attracted to me. So no sex. We may break up. Any advice? Big breath. Mm -hmm. That's hard. That is hard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we may break up. Um, First of all, I just want to name how painful that is, you know, to feel like um, you're in the space of rejection with someone that you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I feel like a question like that, it's hard when we don't have the person here and we're not sort of like, well, tell us more about what that sounds like, what's happened. Like, you know, I think there are a lot of different variables that could impact why her partner is saying that they feel that way. So um, I'm saying that to say, we don't want to like jump on the train of like, well, they're a jerk. Dump totally. them, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's hard. And I think that's really painful to sit in that, that truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's important to kind of honor that. I also think it's hard to know. Cause to your point, we don't have the other person here either, but I'm imagining it's probably hard for them too. Right. Mm. And it's, um, it's hard when feelings change. It's hard to pe- probably feel like the bad guy. It's hard to hurt your person's feelings. Um, it's probably hard to be honest about that stuff. And so there's a lot of hard here, I think all the way around. And to your point, that's like the, I think that's the way to mitigate jumping on the bandwagon of this person's, you know, fuck this other guy. Cause it's like, or woman, we don't know, but, um, this feels like a hard situation all the way around. And I don't think anybody's winning here. Yeah. You know, I think what I have found is, has been such a strength for me as a couples therapist is that I went through the felt experience of not leaving a relationship dynamic for so long because I was scared of endings, because I was scared of the experience of being alone and having um, come out on the other side of that fear and really seen like that there is so much um, beauty for like all people involved a lot of times when we are willing to let go of something that we're so afraid to let go of. And I can feel the energy of the fear in the question. And I would say that sometimes a moment like this becomes an invitation back to yourself. Mm -hmm. And how do I um, say that for whatever reason, I'm going to trust that if I am willing to let go and not like cling on to something because I'm afraid, I may find that I'm held. I may find, and you will find that you're held, but I would, I would say I may find aspects of myself that turn me on that Mm -hmm. make it so that nobody can tell me, um, that I'm not attractive because I feel so attractive, but I think that there's something there in, um, every, all of us deserve if we're in a partnership to be with someone who is attracted to us. I just think that's the case. Um, and again, this is like a lot of people would disagree with me and say like, sometimes people have sexless marriages and, you know, sometimes people have ebbs and flows in their like level of attraction. And I think all of that is true. And I think to the point that you just made, I think, um, something that, my mentor has talked about is like what we don't talk about as a society very often is like the betrayal that comes from like, we've signed a document. I'm in this for life. And now I'm just never supposed to 
feel that experience of um, attraction again. And you have to do this because you've stayed mm. or not, not you stayed, you signed on to this. And that there's something in that, that like, that can feel like a betrayal as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do, I do fundamentally believe in the ebbs and flows of life and, you know, there's life experiences having kids, somebody dying, depression, things like that, that happen. Um, menopause, right? Like hormonal changes that affect fundamentally somebody's um, desire level, if you will, regardless of you or anybody, uh, like mm -hmm. meaning like to that person or not. Um, and I do think there is always going to be space for us to hold each other's humanity and, and not necessarily jump the gun, right? you know, what's going on with this person? Like, I would want to ask like what kind of conversations they've had around this attraction level, you know, what's going on for them, I guess is more my point in this. Like, are they in a mm. state right now in their lives where their attraction for life, their zest for life, their sensuality for life is in kind of a negative state, right? And so is it that they're not attracted to you or they just don't have vibrancy right now for anything in their life, right? Um, now I'm not saying that that's, if the answer is yes, that's, that that's correct. I'm not saying that that necessarily makes the decision for you because you might still be in a place of deciding that you don't want to stay in it. But I, I think there's probably nuance to the conversation, right? Like where are you guys at in your partnership and where are you guys at individually in your lives? And if maybe if you're listening to this and it's not cut and dry, you know, maybe there is an opportunity here for you to, which is a little bit of what you were saying, Danae focus on yourself and say, well, how can I bring more sensuality, pleasure, joy, embodiment into my life that has nothing to do with this other person? Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm in a stage right now where I don't, I don't want to leave. I'm not ready to leave the relationship. Like I said, maybe there's something going on, you know, there's a death or something stressful or whatever. Um, and so I don't feel like I want to leave, but I do know that I can't continue moving and going forward like I am. So I would almost say, is there a way that you can take the power back if that's your, if that's your reality and find it for yourself and not be reliant on the other person to give it to you? Um, not forever, right? That's not a forever solve or solution, but well, yes. And I mean, we should always be finding that for ourselves always forever and ever in our lives, but also that's not the only solution, I guess. Um, but you have to decide, you know, is there an amount of time that you're willing to wait? Do you want to see somebody, the other person making progress or like doing something about it? Um, you know, what are, what are the things that you're looking for um, before you decide maybe what like a next step might be? I don't know if that made sense, mm. but I just rambled. <laughs> yeah. Here's something I've noticed and it sort of came up as you were saying that, that there is always, whenever there's a lack of attraction, there is always some lack of connection. Mm -hmm. And normally there is a lack of connection to self yeah. from the point that you were making. And so that becomes like when we are deeply connected and present and conscious with ourselves, we're really not okay being in relationships where we feel disconnected from our partner. I have found. Yeah. Now, to your point, that will ebb and flow. We will go through seasons. There may be variables that impact why that is the case. Absolutely. And 
our work is to get back into the space of consciousness of like really like doing the things that I know that I need to do to take care of myself and bring myself back into my life mm -hmm. because that is what I have control over. And so that looks like I get back into, you know, the things that make me feel good, the things that make me feel empowered, the rituals that I use to like tap into my capital S self every day. And inevitably I find we just start to see our life through a different lens. We start to see our partner through a different lens, but I have never seen where it's just like, Oh, we're, we're just not attracted, but every other part of our connection is so deep and rich. And listen, I think that we can certainly like have that and like realize, Oh, like we've, we've evolved into a friendship. I was just going to say, isn't that a friendship? <laughs> And then let's have that conversation yeah. that maybe this relationship needs to change form because there's no longer like, um, like that physical attraction element of this connection and beautiful. And listen, I hear the privilege, even as that's coming out of my mouth, not everybody has the ability to just say like, let's just be friends and part ways. Like sometimes we need to stay in the physical home container together and, um, very long convoluted way of saying what you're saying is absolutely the case that I think it's always our responsibility to say if there's a disconnection between us, which normally attraction has to do with that connection between us. Am I connected to myself? And what I find is very rarely is there not some work for us to do around our, like our own relationship with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder I mean, as I'm as I'm thinking this, I don't even know if there's an answer for it, but I wonder if to be on the receiving end of it, the receiving end of, you know, what this person was asking in the question of like, oh, my partner's not attracted to me anymore. I wonder if there is um maybe we've already said it, but I wonder if there's some kind of advice for depersonalizing that. Like I wonder if there's mm -hmm. some kind of way of looking at that where you know. Yeah. Depersonalizing it, I guess. I'm trying to say it in a fluffy way, but that's just, I guess, what I mean. <laughs> well, I think the way to depersonalize that is like whenever someone says something to me that I feel resistant to, what I do is I look for what part of that could be true. Where is mm -hmm. their truth in what they're saying? Instead of just being in the space of defense, um, they're wrong. I find, right. yeah, I find it much more useful to be in the space of curiosity around Around, like, where might I have some blind spots here? Where might I not be attracted to myself? Because I'm not really in um, conscious relationship with caring for myself well and prioritizing myself and my needs and my relationship with me. Um, and if you do that inquiry and you're like, no, nah, man, <laughs> I feel like really good about my relationship with me, then I think there's deeper layers of conversation with that person because maybe when we're in that space, like this just like, we're just not attracted. Like, and I, you know, it's like one of those, I wish we had that person here. So we could be like, are you attracted to them? You know? Um, and are you but, attracted to you? I mean, I think there's so well, many var that's variations of this conversation, right? But that's my thing. Like, I mm -hmm. think if if that person is saying, I'm not attracted to you anymore, instead of just saying, like, that hurts me, which is like the gut response that all of us have, really saying, am I attracted to me? Am mm -hmm. I attracted to the person I am? Because here's the thing, like I, and we talked about this a little while ago, I have had periods where I was very unattracted to my partner. And I was so unbelievably 
unattracted to myself and disconnected from my own life force. And that's what that was about. Now, the more that I got back in relationship with myself and back into like a space of empowerment, one, I was a lot more turned on by life in general. I'm like, everything was turning me on, but like two, couldn't tell me nothing. Like I wish somebody would tell me like, I'm like, okay, well, that's your problem. <laughs> like, I know, you know what I'm saying? But like, I think it's really like, how do I get into relationship with the truth of this for me? Like, am I attracted to me really? Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of like, there's a lot of yes ands in this conversation. It's a lot of like different ways to look at it, different angles to take. Um, maybe even some conversation starters to have, um, Hmm. with this other person, you know, and hopefully it is something that you can have multiple conversations about that. It's not, I mean, look it, what, what would be painful, um, or sad, I suppose, is if, well, and I've seen this happen. I mean, a bunch, but like one person comes to their person and says, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Let's break up. And that's like it, right? Like that's the extent of the conversation. I think that is um, unfortunate if there's no, none of the ability to do, I guess, some of the things that you've just been talking about, which is to really like do the self-inquiry and do the, and listen, if that's the case and that's how it's stated and that's how it's ended, then shit. I mean, that's information about that person's capacity too, but, or willingness to have vulnerable conversations or look at themselves. Um, so I guess as I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, well, I guess if that's how it's, (laughs) if that's how it's been presented, then. And I dream of a day when we as a society don't feel like endings are the worst thing. Meaning. Even if this person does break up with you and you guys are meant to be together, can we have faith in our like ability to find our way back to one another? We're just so like scared of the death of anything. Like maybe that's not the worst thing. Maybe that person goes out there and like does life without this person for a minute and is like, great, actually I had a pretty good thing. Like maybe I'm a little more attracted than I realized, but it's like, oh God, you know, like, I don't know. Like I think societally, I would just love for us to like not see relationships ending as a failure or this is negative. And listen, it's not me saying like, just throw in the towel the minute you guys are uncomfortable. That's not what I'm saying. But sometimes we really take one another for granted when we're like in the space of like, I just can't lose this relationship. This Mm -hmm. person feels like, you know, to some extent, at least there's a little, um, not that like, this is my person and I want them, right? Like that's not where we are. So maybe get out there (laughs) and test the waters and see if this is your person. Mm -hmm. You might be surprised. Yeah. I find that happens often. I'm just saying. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it's, it's empowerment of self. It's, um, I mean, I guess all roads point to this, no matter what conversation we're having, it's like self-empowerment, like looking inward. Um, how do I become more attracted to myself and to my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, less focus on them more focus on you, not in a selfish way, but in a, uh, healthy interdependent way. Right. Um, and then trusting that the chips are going to fall where they will. And, you'll be okay either way and that things will play out in the way that they're supposed to play out. Yeah. I love that. With what you just said, I think energetically Mm -hmm. focus on you and see how things shift between you and this person. Cause if I were a betting woman and I am, I would bet money. You are very focused on this person that is not attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And if you bring the focus back to yourself, all of a sudden energetically, it becomes like, Whoa, where'd you go? Right. And that may not happen, 
but I would bet it would. I would just like, I would wager (laughs) that that's what's going to shift in the energy between you. So Mm. focus inward. Focus inward. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cheaper Than Therapy. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to connect with us more, find us on Instagram at Cheaper Than Therapy, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.